Welcome to the 488 Park Podcast, where I share information about CRMs, donor databases, and websites. I'm your host, Meg Kreckemeyer. Let's begin. On today's podcast, I'm going to talk about the discovery process I go through with clients when they're considering purchasing a CRM or donor database, or when they're so frustrated with their current system, they need help setting it right. I pose a number of questions on the following topics, business processes, and for nonprofits, their stewardship process, pain points, automations, budget and plan growth, reporting needs, constituent segmentation, integrations, staff skills, and permission levels. So let's touch on a couple of these topics a little bit more. With business and stewardship processes, my clients are often doing the same activities over and over. And the question is, can some of that be automated, saving valuable staff time for other work like business development and customer service and outreach? It also lets me know how much of their potential database may need to be customized to account for their processes. What are pain points? They are bottlenecks that are frustrating at a staff and or task level that can also cause data quality issues. I have conversations with my clients about who on staff is frustrated with their work. I ask if certain activities regularly fall through the cracks. If the pain points can be solved with automation, the person who was frustrated will hopefully be happy again, and those tasks that failed to happen previously will be resolved. Often my clients have data quality issues where data isn't input consistently or the source of truth about their data is somewhere other than in their database. For example, if a few users dislike the database, they may find workarounds somewhere else, like in Excel or in a third-party application like MailChimp. Imagine if you're gathering a list of contacts for an upcoming appeal and find out that staff isn't inputting new contacts in the database, but rather in MailChimp only. You'll be left trying to reconcile the data, delaying your outreach, and not getting other work done. Not every database allows for complex automations the way Salesforce, HubSpot, and Zoho do. In those cases, I will discuss my clients' priorities and ways to manage their processes. For example, some of the smaller donor databases don't have automations. A way around that is to create scheduled reports like one that goes to the executive director monthly, showing donors who gave over a certain amount the previous month for the executive director to thank, satisfying one of the organization's stewardship tasks. One crucial topic is budget and planned growth. The key is to think about what features you will eventually need in your database. If those features are in the costliest plan for a CRM, and you hope you'll have the budget for it down the road, it may make sense to disregard the CRM or database altogether. You don't want to start with one CRM and have to migrate to another as that plan ultimately goes over your budget. For example, you may be satisfied with HubSpot's starter plan now, but if you think you will want to create a custom tab to capture unique information about your business down the road, you need to know that you can afford the enterprise version of HubSpot. For reporting, what I focus on is making sure my client is gathering data in a way that fits their reporting needs to the board or the owner of the business and for nonprofits to share their outcomes in their annual report. It may be they need a series of custom fields or custom choices in standard fields to do that. 
I ask my clients how they're currently segmenting their constituency and any anticipated changes they envision so the database captures that information for marketing purposes. Knowing which email marketing tool they're using and whether or not it integrates with the potential database is clearly important. I ask what integrations my client currently has and what they wish they had so we can consider that as part of the budget and determine if a CRM or database has a built-in feature that eliminates the need for any integration. And finally, I ask my clients about the staff's skill level with technology and what permission levels they need within a database. It's important to know if they are tech fearful or easily frustrated learning new tasks on the computer, or are they comfortable taking the initiative with technology? This will help define what CRM or database is right for them, but also it helps me to tailor the training for the staff. In a previous podcast, I discuss how to find the right staff member to manage your data, if you want to check that out. That's all for today. If you have any questions or need help with your database, reach out to me at meg at 488 parkconsulting.com. This podcast is a production of 488 Park Consulting, LLC. To learn more about my services, visit 488parkconsulting.com and follow my podcast. Thanks for listening.